The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Hey there. Welcome to Nick Pollock and Friends, where I talk to people I know and who you should know. I'm talking to Gray Albright today of Razzball. What's going on, Gray? Uh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, before we start, great. You want to tell everybody like what you do uh, about yeah. Red Ball and everything? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who? Who is this? I just picked up the phone. <laughs> who is uh, it? This is uh, your actual landlord. I just want to let you know uh, you have about fourteen days left. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. See, I. I Venmoed. I see. I didn't know what Venmo was for a while, but then I I Venmo. I think I Venmo mm. do the money. I but yeah. Venmo, Venmo is me putting the money in my own account, right. And saying Venmo out loud, right? Yeah. So you can't you can't sign into Vimeo and do that. You got to go oh, to Venmo, Gray. Yeah. I was at Ven uh, Vimeo dot net. I think I messed up. I might have gave the wrong. I might have gave someone in uh, another country uh, twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, that's that, you know. We're going to talk about that later. Uh, that's uh, that's something might we'll have discuss. messed up. Hey, what's going on, Nick? Uh, it's good. To, it's good to be on your podcast that you've been doing for six months and have failed to invite me previously. It's this nice to be here. This is true. I'm I'm just touched that you even picked up the phone. Uh, it's I nice to be here. It's, it's I, intimidating, um, Gray. You know, yeah, I, I, I had yeah. to I had to get my feet wet a little before I, I said, you know what? I think I can handle it now. I think I have the confidence maybe to talk to Gray Albright. Uh, was, you- uh, I was actually on the uh, uh, prior to this while I was preparing for this. Uh, I was doing jumping jacks and I, I ran up some stairs and I was like, you know what? I'm going to look at this as if. All those other podcasts Nick did previously were like appetizers. And now he's gotten to the entree. So so define to me what the entree is, Gray. Uh, it's uh, well, it's going to be we're, you're going to have prime rib, a little uh, adju. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sure, like the adju? Oh, yeah. How could yeah. You I mean, you know what? Nothing better than uh, uh, meats owned natural juices. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm Gray. You're Nick, and this yeah. is our new podcast. Thank you for joining us. We will Absolutely. now. Are we gonna? Uh, this is a weekly thing. Oh, we're doing? oh no, that that's it. That's the that's the entire podcast. Uh, it was it was a great time. Yeah, no, every, it it's, it's every yeah. Wednesday. Great. I talk to people from across the industry because what's important is that we all talk about fantasy baseball. But we're so much more than that, as I think you've already displayed in the past. I don't know, 180 yeah. seconds. 
How, uh, hey, hey, Nick, um, how is it possible that you have such a high self-regard that you think people want to hear you talk about non-baseball things? Oh, man, isn't that crazy? What makes you think that someone's out there is like, you know what? I like that Nick's, uh, I like his gifts, right? (laughs) I like what he, I like when he puts a a baseball pitcher gif on the internet, but I want to hear him talk to other people I don't know personally. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's it's very weird. It's what we do every single time we do an article, right? Like <laughs> it's so strange that, you know, you you put out this thing and you just have to keep doing it with the confidence of like, yeah, it's more than my mom will just read this. <laughs> I mean, you've been doing it since we're well, like like 15 years now, Gray? Mm. Something like that. Wow, a little sh- a little shade, a little trying to be like That's hey, not hey, shade. Hey, That's Grizzle. respect. Hey, Grace. Hey, it's a little. Hey, it's a little. Uh, a, a little. A vague way of saying Gray's old and been doing uh, nonsense for a long time. That's fine. I. Uh, I started actually. You know what's funny? Um, I was look. Uh, Ralph. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Jeff and I were looking. Uh, he changed his name midseason. It's like you can't. Like it's like when Kendris Morales added the S. He didn't do it mid-season. He did it in the preseason, so this way everyone can get ready. You don't just mm-hmm. change your name mid-season. Anyway. You don't, you don't change the rules in spider tack mid-season. We all understand <laughs> right. this. Exactly. You don't say, hey, you know what? Um, we're going to start checking for spider tack. No. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So here's the deal. Um, I totally forgot the question. Well, it's- you're going you're gonna to change your name in November then, right? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is, this is really exactly. what the whole thing is. I'm going to start going by Nick's father. <laughs> it's about time. You know, that's, that's the only reason why it was so hard for me to say, all right, Gray, I want you to come on this podcast because uh, it's been years in the making. You know? yeah. Oh, I started in uh, 08. Um, so here is uh, here's the story because you're you're obviously interested um and your your audience of uh is your mom listening to this at least because i'm pretty sure no one on rasball won't listen to this i'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> say yes but probably yeah. okay. not. okay 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 so in uh in 08 there was a writer's guild strike um so i i could no longer work I, I'm a, a screenwriter, uh, and I couldn't work because of the Writers Guild strike in 08. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I've always liked fantasy baseball, <laughs> like a real nerd. And, you know, I want to start – I want to just uh, start a uh, – at that time, I think they were called blogs. And I uh, I started a blo- – actually, I started a blog spot, <laughs> the true true story. for, And it only lasted like six months, and then I, I went to Rasball. But anyway, I started a blog spot um, about uh, fantasy baseball, uh, and uh, I was like, you know, I couldn't do the screenwriting, so I was like, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna write about what I love. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do, and then that sort of just like rolled into the next. 13 years of my life. There you go, right? I can't get out. I can't. Like, I'm seriously trapped. How do I get out of this? (laughs) Well, I mean, look, you create something that worked, and you're like, wait a second. You had no expectations for that. Uh, And it just has kept going. I mean, you guys, you know, you started doing fantasy baseball, but you do hockey, you do basketball, you do do everything now. Football. 
You wanted football. to say football. Football. Oh, yeah. you, you, I forget yeah. that football exists. All right. Yeah, I have fancy yeah. football stupid merch. You know, it, it's yeah. it has to exist. But yeah, I, uh, yeah. No, I, I, you know, it's and it's always been kind of like what the uh, the fans of Razball have wanted. Like, it's never really like it hasn't been like a, a cash grab. Like, I wish it would be. <laughs> It's been more like, you know, people have come to me and been like, hey, why don't you uh, start doing uh, football, like Razball football? And I was like, okay, sure. Right. <laughs> and I reached out, you know, then like a couple guys who were on the site who wrote baseball were like, hey, I can, I know football. I'm like, all right, go write it then. <laughs> go do it. I've always, uh, you know, and then I, um, I just realized, you know, that that has been a, uh, a, a money and time suck from uh, day one. And <laughs> there we go. We, it's just a, a losing proposition the whole way around. But, yeah, we've uh, we've always kind of just went with where uh, the audience has pushed us <laughs> when it comes to other right. sports. Because I, like you, I don't really know other sports. Like, I, you know, I'm a Dolphins fan as far as, like, you know, as long as Dan Marino's not there, oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, that was uh, the same way actually with the Dolphins. But I mean, look, the same thing happened with us. We have QB list, and it's because writers in 2000, uh, I want to say 18, maybe 17, were like, "Hey, uh, mm-hmm. we want to write about football," and I asked why, and they said, "No, really, we want to write about football." So I just mimicked the site for them, um, and they've done a great job. We have Eric Smith now, who's running it, and he's doing a phenomenal job over there with that team. But right, I mean, I just, I don't even just, you know, you do catchers and you do uh, outfielders and infielders and stuff too. No, no, I just even do starting pitching. You know, if you want yeah, to talk about being specialized, honestly, I've never looked at your site. I've heard it's good though. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I have, uh, I, I do each day. I do a roundup of all the uh, the news uh, from for fantasy baseball, right. uh, and then other people. We have other writers who uh, do other things like, you know, uh, waiver wire or like uh, we have guys who do like, you know, whether or not a guy is uh, a player is for real or not, you know, that, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 yeah like, like any, uh, like any uh, fantasy site at this point, but I just do my own thing. I, you know, I, I have other guys like uh, donkey teeth who you, may or may not know oh yeah i know yeah he he is the editor for football uh with um everywhere blair i think dr dr blair who actually of course. I think for, uh, yeah i know yeah i know blair well of course yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he's he's got nothing he's nice great. to say about you yeah so the uh yeah so blair and donkey handle football and also donkey is the baseball editor so like he edits every article that goes on to baseball. So I don't even see like some people will be like, hey, you know, what do you think of what uh, Chippy Choop wrote uh, in that post yesterday? And I'm like, I didn't I didn't I don't see the other posts on our site. <laughs> I, I trust Donkey to see the other right. posts on our site. And occasionally, like I'll poke in and look around to see what other people are saying. But like it, for the most part, in my mind. I'm correct and everyone else is incorrect. <laughs> so I don't want to like get uh, wrongly influenced by uh, other people. So like, you know, like there's some guys on, on Razball who have, who bring up good stuff and, and make good points about different players. But 
if I'm not believing in myself, then, you know, I'm not just going like, I feel like I'm at the point where I have my own opinions on players. And if someone else is going to tell me something different, then fine. But I may not believe you. Well, I've I've definitely had situations where someone says, Hey, it's weird to see you talk about this player. I saw this other article from someone that feels completely different. And like, I don't understand. Right. And it's a case of it's nice to have different conversations about the same player and you can have completely different opinions on it. But the point of what we're doing isn't actually the opinion. It's just the discussion of them. Right. Uh, and there are many times like, all right, yeah, I respect that person's opinion for whatever reason. I'm I'm choosing this one. And that's that, you know. Yeah, exactly. Or, like yeah. other people on the other people on Rasball will say like, you know, oh, I'm I'm not really a fan of, uh, I don't know, say Brandon Marsh. And I'll be like, well, I like him. And I, he the other person who said they don't like him could be right or I could be right. And we'll find out. But it's like, you know, that's why there's uh, chocolate and vanilla, you know. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, yeah. Do you remember the first person that you let write on your site that wasn't you? I mean, say for real. Well, I mean, well, it's it's not a uh, it's not it's not an easy. I mean, it's not a fair question for me because I have a co-founder in Rudy. So yeah. Rudy was the second person to write. Sure, but I mean, but after Rudy, I mean, but you after, guys obviously after went Rudy. Okay, yeah. so after Rudy, man, I would probably. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, you know, I don't know, to be honest. I would say maybe. This person's uh, shouting at you right now as he listens to this podcast. Yeah, I mean, they're probably not. They're honestly, A, no one's listening to this podcast. B. How dare I don't, you? I don't, there's a good chunk of people who wrote for Rasball who just no longer i mean i, I end careers basically <laughs> like there, there's yeah. a big chunk of people who've written for Raspberry who just don't write fra- fantasy anymore so there's no reason you know people age out sometimes like you know so who is the second person to write for us i you know honestly i don't even know i would say, <laughs> i would guess chet because he started football but mm-hmm. that's just a uh a shot in the dark, maybe. And he's now, I think he's at like Walter football or something. He's gotcha. at walterfootball.com. Yeah. He's no longer uh, with Rasball. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter who is second really. Because- oh, yeah, no, I, I'm just, I'm just trying to envision like there's a moment where you go from, okay, I have this blog spot. Okay. Now I'm going to turn this into a WordPress site. And that's what Rasball became. And then at some point you say, Oh cool. This is working. So I'm going to add one or two people that are reaching out and continue to expand this because what I mean, what it is now is completely different with it from where you started. So there was, you know, at some point you started opening up the gate and it is a monumental moment. We say, great, yeah. cool. This is going to be the first person I'm going to allow carry right. the name of this brand I'm creating. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. But that could be like, that goes back to what I was saying before when like, you know, some people right for the site and I don't even see their posts uh, necessarily because like there is a, like at a certain point you have to give away your baby, you know, like that's also like, you know, okay. So I can, I can, cause you, you want to talk more about gray uh, outside of Rasball. So I'll transition for you. (laughs) So like with screenwriting, you have a, you write a script and you sell it to someone, it immediately, it's their property now. So you've labored over a story for, I don't know, say nine to 12 months, maybe years. And you give that property over and you sell it. 
And that person then has, uh, they obviously like it enough to buy it, but they have new ideas and they want, you know, new things incorporated. You no longer have that, you know, you don't have the ownership anymore over that property. So it's like, you just have to let it go, you know, like, so like other people, like I, you know, I, I mean, I trust donkey teeth, uh, fully to make sure that there's nothing that gets put on our site that is like in any way, like offensive. (laughs) And, you know, like other than, because other than that, like people can, you know, it's their playground. It's other people's playground as well as it's mine at this point. Like if people want to have like fun, like there's one guy who started writing for us just this year. uh, And he does something called the, uh, the blurb stomp where he just goes and he looks at Roto. He, uh, he analyzes, the grammar of Roto World's blurb, which is it's such a random post. And it, it kind of doesn't even belong on Razzball in some ways because it doesn't really make any sense. But on the other hand, it totally belongs on Razzball because it doesn't make any sense. Sure. Yeah, there you <laughs> so go. Like, so I'm like, you know, and that's like a, a fun post that I uh, I'll read occasionally uh, when it comes up on our site. And it's just so goofy but like that's the kind of thing like when you leave uh you know when you leave your site open to other people contributing uh that's like the kind of stuff that you find that you wouldn't necessarily expect to find because there's a lot of times where you're like if you're just filling out a site you can go and say like okay well we need uh you know a weekly waiver wire and weekly streamers and two start starters like there's stuff as a fantasy site you need to have but yeah. when you open up your site to other people, then suddenly you can get people who are doing stuff like analyzing the grammar of Roto World blurbs where you're like, I don't know. That's that's weird, but okay, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have like a series called the Vince Scully series, just talking about different broadcasters across it that I would have never been like, great, this is something that is a necessity for the kind of site that we have. And yeah, you never really know when you start opening that door what you're going to get. And right. you know, it's pretty awesome sometimes what you'll find. Yeah. I. But going back to you, Gray, uh, so you're a screenwriter. Is this uh, is this something that you always thought you were going to be doing? Like when you were seven, eight or whatever, you're thinking, I'm going to be writing or involved in entertainment like this? Uh, no, I was a real late bloomer. I, I Honestly, I don't even know if I bloomed completely yet. <laughs> I'll be honest. Get out of here, Gray. I know. I'll be honest. I think I'm still blooming in a lot of ways. I, I still have yet to open my petals completely i'll tell you so okay, okay. is this your podcast or is this our podcast i thought i thought you said mm. i'm gonna be your co-host okay so like when i was super young i didn't really have any clue as what i wanted to i honestly of course, yeah and, th- and that goes into like i was one of the last people like i went to uh, boston university and i might have been the last person to declare a major. I was really undecided. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, uh, I did, um, like I was doing pre-law and I started doing stand-up comedy in Boston. And then at that point I was like, Oh, I have to go to LA. So from there. So then when I went to LA, that was sort of when I started doing screenwriting because I was like, I don't want to do, Stand up, stand up was really like stand up was like I felt like it was um, a really tough road to be. Oh my totally, god! Yes, 
so it was like, but if I did, you know, and you have um, your uh, co, uh, your your partner over there, Alex. He's in the entertainment and it world, so he knows what it's like to try and be in front of the camera. Like it's not easy to get you know, in front of the camera or like stand up or like any of those type of gigs are really difficult to come upon. So like you really have to work your ass off. Um, not that all this other stuff isn't hard work, but it's a different type. Of, it's more like who, you know, and 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 who's uh, and, and who you sleep with. So anyway, uh, long story short, I didn't want to uh, do stand up. Uh, I wanted to I prefer to write jokes for other people. Because it was just like, like, let, let them deal with the, uh, you know, let them deal with like uh, the, uh, the whole, uh, I guess, you know, like the, 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 the problem with, uh, you know, uh, writing your own material is you, ha- well, not only do you have to perform it, but you, you have a certain persona and you're doing your own, like you're not able to be other people necessarily so, but when i can but i i can write jokes for like seven different comics sure, and yeah. I, it doesn't have to be like i don't have to be seven different people i can just write them material so anyway so i uh i didn't really know uh, but the one constant i will say uh, to bring this back to Rasball, the one constant i was always a huge baseball fan even like at se- like at seven or eight like as you said i, I mean I was probably dreaming of being a baseball player at seven or eight. Like I was always a huge baseball fan. I think that's probably the one thing that unites everyone who uh, will be coming on uh, our co-hosted show from this of point. Of course, yeah, our co-hosted yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, glad, I mean, I'm glad I could so quickly win you over. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, I, I always love baseball, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do until like, really late like i i was graduate i graduated from college before i really knew what i wanted to do well i mean look i was a i was a psych major i mm. uh, thinking i was going to go to seven years uh grad school um and realize oh no i don't want to do that uh and then i was like okay you know fine i'll get a computer science minor um starting for really my junior year i was like that's what i'll do i'll go into the field of that took a data structures class about like creating computers and the the uh the low level operating system i was like absolutely not and then i graduated i had no idea what i was doing i I, I worked at guitar center for the first year out of college i thought i was gonna play guitar forever at that point i you know i yeah you want to talk about late bloomers i mean i didn't yeah i had no idea what i was gonna do right yeah i I completely relate to this so same so samesies i think uh what this i i also um you know felt like at, at a certain point i realized that I just I liked to uh, like I don't mind writing like anyone who knows Rasball knows like, you know, I, I when I write a roundup, I write like, you know, twenty five hundred words a, a, a night. Right. Yeah. About the games like I I don't like I enjoy writing and I, I've been fortunate enough to make a living out of that, you know, for a while now, whether it's Rasball or whether it's screenwriting. I So it's like. You know, the one the one thing you really should know, like or take away from this uh, podcast that Nick and I do weekly, uh, <laughs> you you got to do what you love, you know, and make it make it work however you can. Just like really just like, you know, um, make sure, you know, you got to 
make sure the bills are paid and you got to feed your uh, children if you have any. I don't. But if you do, you have to. Um, I think you have to at least. I don't know. Check with your child labor laws. Yeah, I think you do. Uh, in your you state. Do, yeah, maybe you do. Throw that out but, there. But either way, you, you do what you love. Like Nick and I are a, a testament to that. Nick. Nick and I uh, podcast weekly on uh, Wednesday. <laughs> That's just what it's called, actually. It's not Nick and Grace. It's Nick and Eyes. Uh, Nick and I. It's, yeah, it's, it just really eyes. rolls off the tongue. Um, it is. It, it's catchy. I like it. Personally, I'm a fan. I think it's a sequel to King and I, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, and, and Nick will be shaving his head. Yes. it's. Uh, well, I already did that last year. And I, I did it in college because, like, you know, as part of the baseball team, I was like, never again. And of course, you know, I mean, no one predicts a, a, a pandemic and everything. But yeah. man, I am. Oh, I am not shaving my head. I don't know if you've ever done that. I did. I, actually, really? I have beautiful hair. So you my do. hair this is, is true. probably like a, a number one attribute for uh, Gray Albright is his hair, mm. I would say. But um, uh, my number two is. Uh, taking people up on dares. <laughs> so I did, I did shave my head. Uh, it was high school graduation. My oh, family okay. was so mad because it was like, I, they didn't know. And I just showed up at graduation with my <laughs> head shaved and they were like, Oh, you, I mean, your hair is so nice. And you really like, they're all Italian and, mm-hmm. and Jewish. Uh, I'm a, I'm a pizza bagel. So uh, I would Good say, like, yes, yeah, so you're a pizza bagel as well. Oh, no, no, no. I just didn't know that you were in. I'm happy now I can have just a vision uh, of oh, a pizza bagel oh, writing your roundups every night. Oh, you're just doing discrimination against me. Thanks. There um, it is. No so problem. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so, I, so I shaved my head and there, you know, the, the, the Jews on the, the Jewish side of the family is like, are you sure it's going to grow back? <laughs> oh, no. And then the Italians are like, your hair is such a beautiful. Why oh, are you God. doing Great. this? It's Great. So where, where did you grow up, by the way? Was Jersey, where was it? Jersey. That was Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I grew up in um, a little uh, county called Union. It's a Union County. We where you bring people together, and uh, it's uh, a, a glorious place where it. It's the place in Jersey where you hope someone when you're driving through it, you hope someone farts in the car because it smells so bad. That, that, is, that is exactly what I expected you to say. Yep, that was 100 percent it, Gray. I uh, so so here you are you 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 do stand up and you're thinking you know what instead I want to be a screenwriter at least try to do that and you just go to LA on a whim did you have anything pulling you there initially no no I didn't I, I honestly I was so um, clueless about LA that uh, when I moved to LA I don't know if you know LA but do you no not really I don't even oh, yeah. have a driver's license so it's even harder for me to uh, uh, okay to okay okay yeah. okay back to Greg so. Um, <laughs> I was so clueless about L.A. when I moved. I thought the place to live was downtown because every city, it's like, oh, downtown, man, downtown. You got to go downtown. That's where you want to be, downtown. And then you go to L.A. and you're like, oh, downtown's awful. (laughs) What am I doing? How do I – where where did I put a deposit? Can I get my deposit back? It was just a terrible – awful situation and then you know i moved into uh, a uh, apartment complex that was all it was all pink and we called it the the pink the pink palace and it was just all, oh no it was terrible no it was great my girlfriend and i at the time my my ex-girlfriend uh yeah she she came up with the name i was i moved in it was terrible it was like 
it was, uh, and then me and her, we broke up because she was miserable because we didn't know anyone. I mean, we literally knew no one. And it was like, uh, you know, she was like, uh, I got to get out of here. You, you're, you're terrible. I don't want to live with you. And LA is just not like, we didn't even have a car. So she was taking the bus. And like you said, you need a car in L.A., which right. I mean, we're so clueless about L.A. We didn't even have cars. We were like, it's cool. We're going to live downtown without a car. And we essentially was just like it was it was awful. It was like one of the it was a, a terrible year of my life. But anyway, uh, I started covered. Yeah. I, I mean, you know what? Because I had a uh, I had a dollar in a dream. <laughs> There it is. So I uh, yeah. So I started doing like um, I started doing pr- uh, work uh, in uh, in L.A. I started working. I start. I worked for. Um, I don't know if you remember. There was a TV show with Pamela Anderson called VIP. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I worked nope. on that. I worked on that like to make ends meet. Like uh, and if I then, knew you were writing for it, I would have watched the gray. Yeah. Well. You know what? It, the, I was saying to my wife, uh, now I'm married, uh, happily. Uh, sorry, ladies. So I was saying to my wife the other day that Pamela Anderson was like, because we saw someone who is like uh, super skinny. <laughs> and I was saying, and it made me remember Pamela Anderson was so tiny. Like her waist was like a 22 waist. Uh, and she was so tiny. She was like five one. I'm not a tall person, as you we've met in person, oh, yeah. uh, and you know I'm not very tall. I I think I'm like you know I'm five seven and three quarters, uh, roughly. You're, you're five <laughs> but, ten, Gray. Yeah, roughly, I'm five twelve. But anyway, Pamela <laughs> Anderson was so tiny, um, and like she was just like frail. Like and you and when you see someone on TV, you don't really get that impression. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, I started working on that. And uh, then I went to grad school because I was like, you know, if I want to be if I want to really be a screenwriter, I have to know the the, the trade. I got to you know, I got to know the tricks of the trade. <laughs> so I went to grad school, which is and I went to film school. In uh, retrospect, it's really a totally useless degree. No one should ever get an MFA. Well, okay, so so I mean, my understanding for the most part with that stuff is either you go into it and you're there just to connect with people, literally just like get yourself yeah, understanding it, it, of the industry connecting. and like how yeah. to launch. Uh-huh. It's I do imagine for some people they do, you know, they they go to that and they actually do lose learn specific traits. They're like, okay, great, that's what's important, and I will focus on. It. I can understand kind of. Some grad programs like that, just going through the motions and yeah, no, totally. If you want to, uh, yeah, I mean, you can. You didn't. You didn't go to uh, yeah. get an MFA, and I did. No. But if you there want you to go. tell me what you think it is, I said cool. I can imagine. I, I I'm not saying I that I know. Imagine me knowing more <laughs> than you, but <laughs> no, oh I'm, man, it's I'm affirmation. I'm giving you affirmation, Gray. I'm, I'm messing around. You're totally right. <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's kind of like the beginning of it's more who you know than what you know. And that's yeah. the beginning of it is grad school for, well, film school at least, you know, like it's, you know, there's a uh, law school and there's trade schools. Like there's, there is a uh, post-grad work you can do that probably matters, but film school isn't necessarily <laughs> the number one one. But anyway, 
uh, I went to film school and um, I said that like, you know, when I was in uh, my, I was fortunate enough, my uh, mother paid for film school. So that was nice. Um, so I didn't, ha- I didn't accrue any bills, but she did say like, when you get out, like after two years, you have to like be on your own. Like I'm not going to support you after. Right. Yeah. So, like it was like the gravy train was going to end. So I was fortunate enough. I, uh, I got my first agent and manager and I sold my first script, my final like couple months in film school, like in the second year of film school. And I was able to then get on my own. So it was like, you know, it wasn't necessarily, um, it, it was fortuitous, but it was also like film school uh, gave me an opportunity to like not work and just write like 24 seven. So in some ways it was good for me to go to film school, even if it wasn't like to learn like tricks. Sure. Well, what was the, uh, what was the first screenplay that you wrote that was yours? Uh, it was, ter- it was bad. Um, <laughs> it was a uh, it was a road movie. Of course, it, it was. It, They're it, all bad the first time. Yeah, it was really terrible. And the and the road movie, and because it's a road movie, it really lends itself to being extremely bad. Like mm. like road movies can get really like you know uh, unwieldy like very quick. And uh, it was it was a unwieldy mess. <laughs> Great. I'm an uncultured swine. When you say a road movie, are you just talking about like people in a car? Like on a road trip? Well, did you ever see Say Anything? That's a road movie. Um, Did you ever see Road Trip? That's a road movie. Okay. All right. Fine. There you go. All right. Easy Rider. I didn't want to Uh, assume you're in the industry. I'm not. A road movie could be. Yeah. No, it's like, it's basically a road movie is like. Um, a character has to get to, by the end of the movie, he has to get to a, uh, you know, a destination where something's going to happen. Like, um, you know, like easy rider is a a classic road movie. Uh, anyway, this was, it was a terrible movie. I, it's a terrible (laughs) script. I mean, I didn't, it it never, it never, I don't even, uh, Oh, um, what was it called? Uh, I think it was called piece of heaven, but it was, P I E C E. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was. Mm. Or, yeah, um, it was bad. It was really bad. And only one who's ever, I think, even read it was Rudy. Um, so yeah, it, was, it wasn't good. You got to um, you got to name one of your roundups now, like Piece of Devon. Just just an honor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, Piece of Devon Williams. Um, it is. Yeah, unfortunately, Devon Williams has a. Uh, as an arm issue, uh, yeah. I wonder. I wonder how that happened. It couldn't have been the screwball change. No, it, no, uh, of course not. That yeah. doesn't hurt your elbow whatsoever. Yeah, no, that, wouldn't, that, that wouldn't bother. That wouldn't bother no, my arm. No. So uh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, that was not the script I wrote in. Film. <laughs> that was that was the script I wrote previous to film school. Prior, uh, hmm. that, uh, I I was just that was like my first one. That was actually I think I wrote part of that even when I was still in Boston. I, I wrote it. It was so old, uh, so long ago. I wrote it on like lined paper. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I was just like, like I was, was so inspired. I wrote it on like 
paper and I'm like, wrote it longhand and, and then I typed it up and I was like, ah, and then I, I printed it out and I kissed the first page. And of I, course you do. You gotta, right? Yeah. And I, I threw my hat in the air, like Mary Tyler Moore. And then everyone read the script was like, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> This is terrible, dude. Who so, are you? <laughs> so you sold one though, right? Your first one that yeah, you sold. Well, you that what was the, that? Uh, that was um, well. Okay, so that uh, let's see how to say how to explain that. So, okay, so I'm in uh, film school, and I uh, I write a script and I send it out to uh, agents and managers, uh, and I got uh, I got a manager who happened to also be Nick Cannon's manager. So, okay. so Nick Cannon then, and I, like I worked with Nick Cannon then on the script. Uh, to, oh, so that's uh, where Nick yeah. and I started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Nick impregnated me. So, um, <laughs> so then, uh, so Nick and I like worked on it to make it uh, quote unquote, his, uh, him as a, like a character. Uh, okay. And um, then I sold it to uh, I sold it to a uh, I sold it to Warner Brothers uh, because Nick then was uh, with Nick attached as the uh, lead, um, and then you know and then I, I worked with Nick for a, a little bit for a good you know a couple of years, uh, and then I uh, I because I had the same manager as him who also mm-hmm. at the time was uh, managing. Amanda Bynes. I don't know if you know who that is, but anyway, yeah, yeah, sure. uh, yeah. So anyway, so we had, uh, we, so we were all like, you know, uh, we were like a young rat pack. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm totally joking. Um, yeah, I, uh, so it was uh, whack, more like the whack pack. So you're uh, the one that introduced Nick to Mariah Carey, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I, no, I actually, I never met Mariah. I, um, <laughs> I did. I, I've told this story before on uh, on the Rasball podcast, uh, but I did briefly work with uh, Bobby Brown, and I did meet Whitney Houston. Like we wow. went out, we went out to a club together. Me, Bobby, and Whitney. What was that like? <laughs> uh, it was really crazy, to be honest. It was really, it was kind of weird. It was, it was messed up, to be totally frank. I don't know if you can curse on this, but you can, you can bleep, you can beep it out. Um, I think I will. Yeah, you can beep it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I went to, uh, well, at first we were at a, uh, me and Bobby and, well, me, Bobby and Praz from the Fugees. <laughs> I swear to God. So me, and who, who would make that up anyway? So uh, me, Bobby and Praz from the Fugees were in a hotel room and they were getting high as F and we, and we were playing dominoes, me and Bobby, and they were just like getting really high and um, stoned like marijuana, like nothing serious, uh, even though I'm sure Bobby has done serious drugs, but this wasn't a serious drug moment anyway. Sure. So uh, so they were like, hey, you want to go out to a club to me? And I'm like, yeah, of course I want to go out to a club with Bobby Brown. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, for sure. So he's like, OK, let me call Whitney and see if she's into it. I'm like, oh, my God, this has just become the best <laughs> night ever. <laughs> so I, uh, so anyway, so we go to this club and, and this is like a, a few key things that I remember distinctly. Uh, we'll go we go to the club and they bring like I want to say 12 black SUVs, all the same car 
just so paparazzi can't follow. Oh and they God. all like they all they come from different angles, so no one can get followed. And you don't know which car Bobby and Whitney are in. <laughs> it's like the craziest thing. Like I swear to God, like this is like the this is like the craziest uh, like. Um, nonsense because like honestly at this point in their careers I mean no offense and I don't want to you don't want to talk ill of a dead person but no paparazzi was following them bro like they wouldn't be following them at this point in their career (laughs) but anyway they had um, all these SUVs swarm on this club I'm like standing out at the curb and like 12 SUVs and like Bobby and Whitney jump out of like, you know, like the fourth one in or something I'm like hey what's going on guys (laughs) so we go in and Whitney is just like, like she's zonked. I mean, it's sad to say, but she was zonked out of her mind. And she was like sitting on a, um, she was sitting in the, in the corner, like talking to uh, like a bunch of people, like not even talking more like just zoned out. And Bobby was just like housing girls on the dance floor, like just like getting dirty. And like, you know, before, this might've been before twerking was a thing, but he was twerking girls or something, you know, he was doing it. He was, he was living his best life. And I was just like on the edge of the dance floor, like watching like the whole thing. I'm like, Oh my God, this is so insane. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was the night with Bobby and Whitney and prize. I'm sorry. I, I keep how, how long ago was this? You know, what's funny. Uh, it was a good, I want to say it was a good like three or four years before she passed away. Um, you know, what's funny is I worked with Praz on a bunch of projects, right? Because he, mm-hmm. see, what people don't know is Praz was the guy who funded the Fugees. So he's the one who made all the money from the Fugees. So the score money went to him. Now, Wyclef and uh, uh, Lauren Hill, they both had their own solo things go. And they made their own money after on solo stuff. But the score was Praz. So Praz had a ton of money to like just throw at. Like he he produced a ton of movies that were really bad movies, like really bad. Anyway, so Praz. Um, so I was working with Praz. And what's funny is like my uh, my mom is a, uh, a doctor and um, she one of her patients comes uh, in Queens, by the way, Queens, New York. So a patient comes in and the patient happens to be Wyclef Jean. And she's like, Oh, Hey, you know, my son works for Praz. And Wyclef was like, <laughs> he, did not like he didn't like at the time, at least, you know, this is going back 15 years, but at the time he did not like Praz because Praz took all the, uh, all the Fuji's money. I believe is uh, is how the story goes down. So, anyway, so this, I mean, this is everything I expected uh, to hear today. This is great. Uh, and, <laughs> um, I mean, more so. Like, so I mean, you're, you're saying this was years and years ago. Uh, you're it still involved in the. You're still involved in the. I mean, in the industry still, though, right? Yeah, and, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, no, like, um, you know, recently I was pitching a, uh, a TV show with Joel McHale. Uh, where it was going to be like he was going to play Gray Albright, and it was going to be like the uh, the the story of uh, like Razball because <laughs> but but then he went and did the uh, the Great Indoors, and it was kind of like you know okay actually you know this is actually really funny. So I was pitching with Joel McHale this uh, uh, thing that was like you know a bunch of uh, cis white dudes in a room doing a blog and like doing a podcast. And and then he went and did the great indoors, which kind of like stomped on my whole 
thing, which was really kind of screwed up. But what's funny is I was I was do I was working with a producer, and I didn't hear from the producer for like two months, right? And then I watch, uh, and then I'm watching Shark Tank, and the producer goes on to the producer comes out to Shark Tank um, <laughs> pitching. Uh, fidget spinners and I'm like what the hell <laughs> is he on Shark Tank oh my god <laughs> it was like it was so random because I was like I, I'm not <laughs> going to say his real name but I'll say like Brian say his name is Brian so I'm mm-hmm. like hey hey what you know like uh, on Thursday I'm like saying to uh, my wife hey whatever happened with Brian and the uh, the show we're pitching and then on Friday like he walks on the Shark Tank pitching fidget spinners and I'm like what the hell bro <laughs> what are you doing on Shark Tank we're supposed to do a show man <laughs> oh man so, uh, that that's that's ridiculous but yeah, you, 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 I'm sure you have all these different shows that you want made uh, yeah. and yeah and, no totally yeah I no mean, I, it, I, I pitched um. You know, I have like a, I, I was uh, pitching with John uh, Don Cheadle. Uh, mm-hmm. I um, I've got a lot of stuff that uh, I want made. Like I just recently, uh, recently I had a a script go out to uh, you know because my a, a, an ex who I'm friends with still uh, she reached out to me and she was like, hey do you still have this, you know, so-and-so script? Because I know a producer who might be interested. So just like, you know, like three days ago, I just sent out a script to a producer. Yeah. So, I mean, I still have, I still have projects going, but right. it's like the reason why I actually love Razzball is like, it is a um, day-to-day income or Hollywood. Like I oh can make it's like, yeah. yeah, it's so fleeting. And like, I'll do like, you know, like I say, like I, you know, like I wrote, um, like I sold the script, uh, like the grad school script, like for instance, like I sold that script. I want to say, I, honestly, I don't even remember. I'm going to say sixty thousand dollars. So they give me sixty thousand dollars, and I'm like, woohoo! This is amazing. Like I'm going to be a millionaire, and then like you don't get paid again for like eighteen months. <laughs> you right, got to right. make it work. Like yeah. it, it's like that's how Hollywood is. So it's like, yeah, it's. I mean, it's good money. If you can make it consistent, but it's hard to make it consistent. So, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, I have a I have a, a close friend of mine um, married to uh, now a friend of mine, uh, a screenwriter as well. They had a situation selling something that, you know, then they go off and make the thing without them. You know, they just completely they buy right. it and then there's your show without anything to do with you anymore. Oh, oh, I got oh. A, I got a great story on that. Yeah. So I have uh, one guy who really screwed me. Um, how do I say this without giving away too much info? Um, so I, so I went in and I pitched a, uh, an actor, um, a movie, and this is a little bit vague because, and you'll, you'll hear why you'll you'll hear, you'll hear, you'll, you'll hear why it's vague. So I go in and pitch this actor, uh, this movie and, uh, nothing comes of it that I know of. So anyway, like, uh, a year later, I'm, I go to the, I'm like at the movies and I see a trailer and it's like pretty much the same exact story that I pitched this actor and he's in it. And I'm like, holy shit. Like he like literally just ripped me off. And then on the topper is his characters, his character name in the movie is my name. I'm like, uh, dude. <laughs> 
That's fucked up, bro. Like actually like, you and not even yeah. the character name you've heard. No, oh my God. It's like my name. Like my name what? in, real, in, my so, name so, in so, real life. So they yeah. went out of their way to not only take your thing, but yeah. they also rub it in your right. face by using your name. Yeah, that's like that was the uh like that was the moment where I was like, well, that can't like why would you do it with my name? Right. <laughs> but like that is like sort of the moment where you realize like Hollywood just don't care about you. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's like so that's all, like honestly, honestly, to God. And then, but I had no recourse because I just pitched him like, like I would go into, you know, I pitch a lot of people. I go into right. a room and I don't even know if like, it may not have even been conscience, uh, conscious. It might've been like, you know, like a thing where it's like, huh, that's interesting. And then he forgets about the meeting. And then like a month later, he's like, Hey, I have an idea and he thinks it's his own idea. And then he goes forward with it. Like, you know, and honestly, I had three lines written for a pitch. I and he did a whole movie. So he did a lot more work on it than I did. But oh, I'm course, just saying, yeah. yeah, I'm just saying, like the one line story of the movie is like I have that on right in writing that I went and I have a meeting that I went to my name like dude yeah. it was like uh what's going on here is so, am I getting punked <laughs> like, that up? that's that's unbelievable yeah. Um, yeah it is it is a little bit crazy anyway uh do you uh well first of all I know what the um, I know you already have like who is great all bright you have that book that everyone yeah. should just go yeah. read yeah. uh but if you had to title another um, uh, autobiography, it should be "Pitching" by yeah. Gray Albright. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, and then I could do a uh, forward uh, for by Nick Pollock, and it could be oh, like, the Nick and I podcast. Yeah, yeah, the Nick and I, Nick and I cast, and <laughs> you can do a forward about, and it could be, but it'll be about pitching, and you'll mm. think it's about like baseball pitching, and they'll be like, no, it's not actually, it's right. not about baseball. <laughs> But you'll write a whole forward about something else, and I'll be like, "Ah, that's the joke." I just just got just got to set the tone, you know, (laughs) entire way through. Uh, Is there a certain like? I mean, you you have it's it's fascinating to me. I mean, you live this dual life, of course. Yeah. Um, And is there something that you think? All right, you know, one day you're either going to choose between the two, and you're going to achieve this thing, or. I, I mean, are you just going to kind of keep doing this, uh, you know, balance? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's funny about that. Cause I was like, I was, I don't know if you heard this, but I was up for, I, I, and a hobby, my, basically my job is my hobby. Um, right. but, but I do, I bake. I'm a, I, I love to bake. So I was up for the, uh, the American great, Bake Off or something that was that airs around Christmas time. Like I was a finalist. Oh my god! Uh, and um, yeah, I know it's so ridiculous. I would no, you have no idea how much we all would have enjoyed that. Oh, I know, but that was but but back to your original question. Like my wife was like, "You're gonna, you're not going on as Gray Albright." And I was like, "I am." She <laughs> <laughs> was like, "No, you can't." I was like, "I think I'm gonna." And then. I, it didn't end up working out. I wasn't on the show, but it was, I was really kind of like, man, what's the difference really? Because that was even like, um, like I've had other things produced and, um, 
Like they've asked me what I want, like my, how my, they want my name, how I want my name to appear in the credits. And I've been like, it doesn't matter, dude. And like no one cares. Like it's honestly, it's like, it's so stupid. Like that's, I mean the whole like credits thing, because you sit there and you're watching the, like, who's watching that shit? <laughs> like who's, who's honestly what? Like it's just, well, I mean, it's, it's for, it's for IMDB. It's for me. It's for like my wife. It would be for my mom. It would be for mm-hmm. my dad. But it wouldn't be for like the main audience. Like doesn't care. <laughs> you I know? mean, we we would care. We you, like we you, know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're on a we. Yeah, we understand each other. But like, the yeah, general yeah. public, you're saying, of yeah, course not. We co we co-host a podcast. So me and you. And there Jake, it is. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, <laughs> I I don't think the general public really sits there and is like, oh, let's see who the best boy is. Not that I'm listed as the best boy, but I'm just saying, I'm giving you an example. Like people, like the general public doesn't even care who writes something, and most people. From my understanding of being a screenwriter and, and living that life where I've had to explain it to people like who don't know any better at like family functions, no one knows what anyone does. Everyone's like, hey, what does a director do anyway? I'm oh like, oh, I'm not gonna ex- I went to film school. I'm not going to explain to you. Right. I'm not, and that's like the that's and everyone also everyone also thinks they have a story that would be great for a movie i'm like you know really oh um, this is actually why i brought you on i have a pitch for a show <laughs> yeah that's what everyone thinks. So i'm sure um i'm sure you just from being around alex you've uh, encountered that before because everyone like and out of nowhere, aunts and uncles will be like, hey, you know what? I, I Funny thing happened to me. I think that would make for a good TV show. I'm like, that's not a TV show. <laughs> you, you're getting locked out. You're getting locked in the bank for 10 minutes. It's not a TV show. Get out of here. I mean, I would watch that episodic, you know, and have the same 10 minutes yeah. from different perspectives is, every episode. Thing? Yeah, exactly. What is this, a bottle episode? I'm breaking oh my bad. God. Get out of here. But I mean, so so you didn't really get to the the crux of the question because I mean you're doing both oh. of these things right now, right? Is that what you want to keep doing? Is there one that you yeah, want to be doing more than the other? No, I, honestly, I like what I'm doing. I like what I'm doing now. I you know if um like okay for instance like you know like I said three days ago this producer reached out to me for a script. Now if that script were to become a movie and that movie were to make a hundred million dollars and I never have to do Razzball again, I would still keep Razzball going. I may not like, I may push off some of my roundup duties, but honestly I'm only working like six months a year on Razzball. Like, you know, cause baseball season's only so long. You've got those sleeper posts. Yeah. I I mean, I write, yeah. I mean, I write, you know, I write like 12 sleeper posts in like, a day in November. And then I just like slowly, you know, publish them over the course of like two and a half months. And sure. like, you know, it's like, it's not hard. It's not hard work. Honestly, even the roundups aren't hard work. It's fun for me. I enjoy it. Like, so if I were, if I suddenly became a millionaire, would I continue doing every day a roundup? Nah, I might pass it off on some other people a little bit. <laughs> I mean, right, I could right. see other people taking the reins like, you know, uh, three days a week, but I would still do a little bit and I wouldn't just shudder Rasball just because I suddenly became, you know, filthy, stinking rich and I was going up in a rocket with Jeff Bezos. 
<laughs> so do you, I mean, what is your process writing those? Cause I mean, yeah, I do the, you know, I do the one for starting pitchers as well. Right. Every night. Right. So, yeah. So, I, uh, I mean, you're on the West coast. So you're starting those at what, like 10 o'clock or something. Oh, it's so easy on the West coast. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how the East coast people do it. The, to be totally honest, like I occasionally, cause I, like I said, my mom's in New York. So I'll mm-hmm. go home during the summer occasionally and I'll have to do roundups from home from uh, from New York. It's really difficult. Like it's yeah. not easy doing it at like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. But that's that's yeah. what I do. Eleven thirty. Yeah, yeah eleven yeah. or eleven thirty every night. Yeah, that's kind of miserable to be totally <laughs> honest. Like you get I don't used know. to it. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess you you have to. I've uh, I've joked to my wife and been like, you know, the best place for uh, for us would be Hawaii. Yeah, there it is, right? Yeah, join Alex Chamberlain out there. Yeah, because then I'm just I'm doing roundups at like four in the afternoon or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, you know I do it like I I piece it. It's kind of piecemeal. It's not necessarily all at once because mm-hmm. like games start at different times. I, I know you're you're just trying to uh, steal my secrets. Basically, is what's <laughs> going on right here. So hey, I've got I've got Toto on repeat. Okay, I'm not even kidding. I play Africa <laughs> endlessly for yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, you know, it's uh, uh, uh we got Toto on repeat, and we're doing like, <laughs> you know, if there's afternoon games, it's great because I can, you know, I could bust out like maybe three or four games, like you know, in in the afternoon, and then when other games finish, I kind of do a piecemeal in like whenever games finish is when I do them. So like, you know, I'll, I'll finish like, uh, like these afternoon games today, for instance, I'll do them when we get, when we're done talking, I'll do them for like, you know, 15 minutes. I'll write up like, you know, the two or three afternoon games there are. And then when the, uh, for me, it's the games end at seven, the East coast games. So at seven o'clock I'll write up like another, like seven or eight games and then I'll stop in at like, you know, at night at like 10 o'clock at night and I'll only have like maybe three or four games. Like, it's not like I do all of them at 10 o'clock. It's sure. I, yeah, I don't. Oh, yeah, I, I, I just burst it out. That's uh, just how I do it. I mean, I also want to ask like one thing that uh, that you did. That I certainly I'm not going to beat around the bush. I, I definitely saw that you did. I was like, oh, I want to do that, too. So you have a glossary of terms. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one, I mean, I'm curious, first of all, what your favorite one is. Cause I have a favorite that I, I, I still like in my head say every single time, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm curious, I'm it? curious which one you, I mean, Sagnoff is a famous one, Oh yeah, but yeah, that's not the one I'm even thinking of, but, oh, no. um, hmm. what, what would you say is your favorite term that you've come up with? Um, uh, you know, I, Sagnoff is good. I mean, that's probably the one that's uh, the most relatable and it's able to, uh, you know, it, it works really well. Right. Um, um, for those that don't know, it's at Saves and Steals Ain't Got No Face. Right. So, yeah, it's basically don't pay for Saves or Steal. Yep. Um, yeah, I, you know, I uh, I don't know. I I honestly, uh, I don't know. I don't have a favorite. They're, they're all my favorites. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're all, all your baby. children. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, great. I'll help you here, okay? Kazam for me is absolutely oh. hilarious. Oh, Kazam is funny. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, so Kazam is when a uh, a closer comes in and it's a non-save situation, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, and then they, they blow it up. Like, so essentially, yeah. it's like Shaq being in a role he's not used to and yeah. doing terribly. 
exactly. And that's so that's that's a that's hilarious to me. Yeah, yeah, that is funny. I like uh, I like <laughs> Kazam. I um, yeah, I don't know. There are there's there's some good ones actually. There's a few like it's like there's a secret menu. So like recently, mm. um, I said uh, you know I was saying um, one of the guys. Uh, oh, I was saying Garrett Cooper was uh, he's a. Uh, He's a first baseman outfielder for the Marlins. I, I know you don't. I know. I know you don't yeah. know hitters, but yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, Gary Cooper, like he'd hit a home run and then he'd get injured or he'd get like, or he'd have a good game or two and then he'd get injured. Like it sure. always seemed like he'd get injured almost immediately after, you know, uh, like it looked like he was getting hot and then he'd get injured. So I said, uh, you know, it was a, a gamelite. So I was saying he had gamelitis. Which is uh, Ben Gamble, like, of course. It's like yeah, Matt Gamble, who would get hot and then he'd get injured. Like it's a throwback name from like he was on the oh, Brewers. Like I, I don't know who Matt Gamble is. I just assumed it was Ben. Okay, noted. Yeah, yeah. So Matt Gamble. <laughs> so I would say he had gamelitis. Um, mm. And then I was like, uh, and I, I thought it was a term. And then I looked at our glossary, and it wasn't even in there. I was like, oh wow, I'm doing a secret menu here. <laughs> I had no clue it was even it wasn't in the list. I, was I mean, like, that, oh, I mean, that's just one of those things you like you just started doing and then realize, you know what? All right. I'm just going to write all of it down now in place, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah totally. No, because then and some people and it's gotten like the the glossary has gotten so big, like people in the comments will be like, hey, is there a term for this? And I'll be like, well, I don't know. <laughs> you could look. I mean, I have no idea what's, I don't know what's in the glossary anymore half the time. Like there's yeah. some of them, like there's some that are there, like uh, that are really good, uh, but I'll just like, they fall out of favor because I just don't use them. And, and then like, I'll stumble on it and I'll be like, wow, I got to use that term more often. That's yeah, good. Well, well, this year I had that where I came up with something called a birthday party, which essentially is a picture mm-hmm. having one good start a year and we celebrate. Oh, yeah. And and it's someone reminded me over the off season about it. And now I'm like, oh, right. OK, that's a thing. So I guess I'll start yeah. doing that again. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And then sometimes like occasionally you'll get a situation where they the term just becomes dated and you're like, why did I even this is bad. <laughs> You're not a fan of it anymore. Let's just ignore yeah, this ever happened. Like, yeah, should have never even been in the glass. <laughs> oh man! But uh, all right, I've taken enough of your time, Gray. I mean, sorry. Well, this is actually the first, um, the first of many, the first end. Yeah, exactly. Of the Nick and I's <laughs> podcast. Uh, is that E Y E S? I think. Is that yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's a. Uh, it's a play on my, I have glasses. So it's a, play Oh, there on it my, is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Making eyes. And it's also us like looking at things like from new perspectives. It's really mm. actually, it's kind of esoteric. There it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and by the way, you should have, have you ever considered like having an eye patch, but wearing glasses for both? So you like three eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know what I, I, or I do like the, um, the glasses with the eyes that are like, it looks like they're, o- they're open, but my eyes are shut and I'll just do there that. Just oh yeah. Like, you gotta do that all the time. <laughs> of course. With my- I, but Gray, uh, before, before we sign up, remind everybody, you know, what you do, everything uh, that you want everyone to know about you. It's all it's all we've talked about for the last hour. At this point, follow you at Razzball. All right. Listen to your podcasts. Go to your site. 
I wish, you know, honestly, though, I, I kind of wish my one wish is that people would Just actually. One. Yeah, yeah, I have a one wish for this podcast. I wish people would listen to it. But, you know, oh, well, <laughs> what you know, maybe do? we can I only hope one good. day, right? No, I yeah. think we'd be good. I mean, it's a shame that it's going to be like, you know, in like six months, I'll be like, did you listen to that? Po-? And people will be like, oh. No, I didn't listen to that. Why would I listen to that? I'm like, well, oh. I mean, you know, that's just going to be the second one. We we do this, yeah. you know, once or twice a year. Okay, I have one one final question though for you. Why did it take you so long to ask me? Seriously, I, I told you. I was... What's that about, man? What the hell? Are you afraid because then you knew it would become it would become our, a, a, a co-hosting situation? You know, I, I was terrified of how many edits I was going to have to make, <laughs> and I have written down six of them. <laughs> That I have to make so far. Are you gonna edit out zonked? <laughs> no, no, that, no, that's fine. You keep it zonked. You know, what I, what's wrong with zonked? No, I I might want to listen back to hear what the edits are. I'm kind of interested in what you're editing out. <laughs> this like, is my strategy, actually. Are you um, editing out that my my mother's a doctor? Are you sexist? What the hell, bro? What is see, so this is the thing. Great, you're asking. You know, no wow. one listens to this, so I need to get know, at least man. one listen, and that's you. <laughs> and so I just tell you that I'm going to edit thing. You got to figure it out. It's like where's Waldo uh, now? Hey, where uh, is the hey, podcast? Hey, I don't hey, know. Hey, Nick. Um, thanks for having me on. This was really awesome. You can find me at raspball.com <laughs> how hard was that that, that, was that must have been difficult that was for you. good thank you thanks for having <laughs> me <laughs> i'm getting wonderful charlie day uh vibes right now it's fantastic Yay, thanks, uh, man. thanks. yeah 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 a little bit a little bit um but anyway pepe silva thank for so much for joining me today i uh, pepe silva pepe silva i see it in every piece of mail inside <laughs> pepe silva um <laughs> But anyway, you know, great, really. Thanks so much for taking the time. And for everybody else listening, of course, uh, thanks for listening to Nick Pollock and Friends. We'll be back next week. And maybe, you know, in six months, Nick and I will have episode number two. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs>